Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Ah, boy. I'm hesitant to bring this up, but I know it's a story you're going to find somewhat entertaining. I'm not going to go into much depth on this. Uh, I'm not as fired up about it as others in the family are. Hmm. Maybe I will be. Hmm. For whatever reason, in the class my son is in, uh, they show, (laughs) he's 10, they showed him a picture of the White House yesterday, and the teacher asked, what do you think of when you see this? Oh, boy. And my kids, obviously, have been influenced by living with me. To a certain extent, I don't. What What do you think you would have said when you were ten? Teacher shows you a picture of the White House, and says, "What do you think of when you see this? What's the first thing you think of?" Probably the government. I'd have said something like that, or the president. My son said, "Let's go, Brandon." Oh. Yeah. Good boy. And apparently, <laughs> the teacher did not think that was okay. Hmm. And he felt like he was in trouble and then talked to me about it after school and stuff. Well, there's only one opinion that's allowed. Of course. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to hit you with a couple of headlines. Oakland. Teachers plan sick out to protest lack of safety in Omicron surge. Daily City. First district in the United States who implement ethnic studies courses in elementary school. The new curriculum for this includes teaching children how to become left-wing, quote, co-conspirators. That's a quote from the doctrine. Super woke starting in first grade. So, uh, nuance, I need more nuance, I guess, in my comments with my kids, or more explanation of things. Because there was another question, something about the government, and, and he said the government sucks. And uh, Plain spoken, lad. I said we, we probably don't need to say things suck. Uh, but I just somehow I got to, you know, come up with more nuance, I guess. I'm, I'm not doing a good job of giving the whole picture to my kids, that the government does necessary things. Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And choosing your battles, which gets difficult when you get down to that age, you know. But Oh, sure. Well, I was just going to say, you know, you could go with the classic, listen, different people believe different things about politics. And you want to be, you know, gentle with expressing an opinion. Right. Uh, because there are people who will disagree with you. On the other hand, in, in a public school, certainly, the little kids sit there and they are told what to think to a large extent. And so the whole... Don't come out with a strong opinion because other people might disagree. They're not going to see that modeled by the teachers. I got to take it down a notch, though. I don't mind them having that opinion or coming to that conclusion, but I, I just need to take it down a notch, I think, in my uh, discourse in the car if something happens and I think of something. Mm. I don't know. Mm. I'm sure I will get some uh, feedback on that on the text line or Twitter line it. Four one five two nine five KFTC. You think that people are going to be willing to share their opinion with you? And I'm sure we'll very gently <laughs> comment on my parenting. 
nudge you. <laughs> nudge me. Toward, perhaps, with a different lo- way. Nudge me with love in their hearts. Yes. Different directions. And sugar on their tongue. Yes, Michael? I'm disagreeing with you, yeah. Kind, <laughs> gentle advice. Anyway. Yeah, I just, I mean, we just got I mean, uh, bigger fish to fry in terms of my youngest son and his education and being in school finally and all that sort of stuff. Sure. Don't want to get off track on something like this at this point. Right. High school, you're in a government class and specific issues about gun rights or this or that. I'm engaged full tilt. But uh, just blanket the government sucks. I I don't know if that's doing us any good. I don't know that it's doing us any harm. (laughs) Defaulting toward mistrust of government. I'd say the lad's in good company. Perhaps he should meet James Madison, Thomas Jefferson, John Adams. Well, it's 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 just a, a earthier way of saying the government that governs least governs best, right? Sure, sure, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the limited government being the founding principle—that's uh, why. Why you might ask a grad student or a college student or a high schooler if you ask a ten-year-old, he's going to say because the government sucks. Yeah, I just uh, with, with my son's particular situation, I won't get into any of it. They got I got a lot of teachers working really, really hard with a difficult right. situation and a bunch of, like I said, bigger fish to fry in terms of issues. And I just, you know, mm. yeah, it's a good point. So I absolutely, I don't want to. I don't want to cause any problems. And I do enjoy fried fish. So this, this I got to share this. This is not terribly important, but it's it's just I think it shows something. Rhodes Scholar wins a coveted scholarship at Oxford after claiming she overcame childhood abuse, grew up in foster care, has been accused of lying to officials, and is in fact the wealthy daughter of a radiologist who went to a $30,000 a year private school. Whoa! Yes. yes. Whoa. Here, here is the story. Now, I don't, I, I don't know about the... I, I'm somewhat familiar with the Rhodes Scholarship, but is that a... Purely merit thing, or is your your backstory very important to that? I thought it was mostly a merit thing, almost entirely a merit thing. I was going to get to that eventually, but okay, as long okay. as you ask the question, these days, and, and, and parents of uh, high school, junior, seniors, or, or college kids know this very, very well, If it, while you are applying to every virtually every university college in America, you have to write a personal essay. Sometimes you have to write like three on different topics. And the more woeful story of being born in a shoebox in the Yukon with no heat, eating one meal a week, raised by tigers, abused by bears, you know, whatever. The the more woeful you can make it and showing that you overcame all of it. To get a 4.1 GPA and a decent enough score on, if you're even using the standardized scores, uh, the more woeful you can make it, the better off you are. As I write my story, I look at this piece of paper and pencil and think, when I was five, I would have eaten this paper and pencil because I was so hungry. Raised in my shoebox. Did I mention it was a threadbare shoebox with only four sides (laughs) and not the conventional six? (laughs) So the Rhodes Scholarship, they give two per state and you go to Oxford or something like that. I know nothing about it. It's something like that. Or yeah. one per state, but it's it's very rare. Bill Clinton was a Rhodes Scholar. Chris Christopherson was a Rhodes Scholar. You know. So what happened was, um, uh, what she claimed in her moving essay was that she was the child of an abusive parent who spent years and years in foster care. 
In her telling of the incident, uh, one day she woke up uh, covered in blood, drove herself to school, collapsed in front of a teacher. Um, then she woke up in the hospital caked in blood. She referred to her facial features being so distorted and swollen that I could not tell myself in the mirror. I couldn't tell them apart. Oh, my God. That's Going uh, to the bathroom required an army of nurses and braces stabilized most of her body. The fact that we know this is phony, I'm really starting to hate this person. I mean, you do not get to make those kind of claims from for your beatings, own. From the beatings her cruel mother gave her. You don't get to make those kind of claims for your own personal benefit. I mean, come on, karma. Where are you? I mean, that is really uncool. Well, right, right. Mackenzie Fierston, and she changed her last name to Fierston, uh, age 24, describes herself as a queer first-generation low-income student at the University of Pennsylvania. Got oh, the Oxford. she's queer also. Okay. Yes, exactly. Uh, told police her mother pushed her down the stairs and struck her at their four-bedroom, three-quarter-of-a-million-dollar suburban home. Uh, the doctor was actually arrested at the time, but the case was dropped because they couldn't find any evidence of the claim. Mom told police, Mackenzie asked me to pull some gum out of her hair, and when I pulled on it, she yelled and jerked and fell down two stairs, then sat and yelled at me. Then the daughter, who apparently was uninjured, um, claimed all this wild stuff and blah, blah, blah. Uh, so some uh, there was an article, I guess, in the local press about how moving and wonderful this is. And all the several of the people who knew her at the $30,000 prep school, by the way, her her hobbies include horseback riding, skydiving. And I can't remember what the other one was. Something high dollars said um, she wasn't beaten by anybody. She was in the foster care program for like two days. And then the whole thing got cleared up. But. Evidently, the checking on these sob stories isn't all that careful. And there are plenty of really smart, hardworking kids around America who say, gosh, my parents worked super hard and I have a pretty good life and they love me and I got a real good GPA. But as far as I can tell, I haven't been downtrodden and they struggle to come up with something they've overcome. Right. I never got Lyme's disease or hit by a train or none of these things happen to me. So what am I supposed to do? Step well, in front right. of a train? <laughs> well, right. So what am I supposed to write? I don't know. There was once when I was uh, late to school, so I had to walk really, really fast. Why don't more people understand the the benefit of merit-based uh, rising through the ranks. It's the best thing for our country. We want the best, most talented, smartest, hardest-working people to get the opportunities to take advantage of all those things I just mentioned. It's it's good for the country. It doesn't bother me that the, 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 the kids smarter than me or kids smarter than my kids are going to get those opportunities. That's, that's great for the country. We want to take advantage of our talent. You know, and I have nothing against the idea of keeping the bottom of the ladder open. If there are, if the measures we use to figure out who those best and brightest are are flawed somehow against, say, inner city kids or whatever who go to rough schools but well, then, they show amazing promise, well, let's find it. a way of finding that promise. Yeah, let's not eliminate the uh, the question of excellence. But anyway, so if your kid is a reasonably affluent white kid who wants to get into a college. Tell them, uh, get creative. Nobody ever checks. Nobody cares. Uh, that, that's despicable, though. That's the, to, to, to claim that sort of abuse when nothing, you know, it didn't happen is just despicable. So is she getting booted out of Oxford? Or? Yeah, they've removed the scholarship. Get her a creative writing scholarship. She's good at that. <laughs> 
I'd like to attend an Oxford class for like one day. See how long I sat there before I just before I before I left of my own volition out of embarrassment. I'm out. <laughs> no, can't can't hang. <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about. I'll show myself out. Um, uh, I am. Although getting... honestly, the way colleges are these days and universities, the way everything's so dumbed down, I'd give it a try. John Mayer, the guitar player, and Jeff Ross, the comedian, went and got Bob Saget's car from the LAX airport yesterday and turned it into an Instagram post. Hmm. Maybe we'll play you a little of that, among other things, on the way. Armstrong and Getty. So Jeff Ross is a legendary comedian, and for some reason he's really big among other comedians. He hosts all those roasts. He's the roast master general. And then John Mayer is the world's greatest guitar player, and those two guys apparently are friends with Bob Saget, who, because he died, his car was still at the airport at LAX. And John Mayer and Jeff Ross went to pick up his car yesterday and Instagrammed it, and it's getting a lot of attention. I feel vulnerable. I feel less protected without him in the world. He really was the guy you called if you had a, a, a life issue. And there's something, there's going to be something missing for a long time. Uh, this is, I'm not really good at admitting that I'm a beginner at something. And this is my first time here. Uh, I'm a rookie. Uh, I'm a first-time caller, and the tough part, or one of the tough parts, because there's so many, is that the only person who could have given me the advice I needed in a nuanced way that I could understand is Bob. That's interesting. I'm mm. not, I don't know how to deal with the death of a friend. It's the first time it's happened to me, and the only person I know would have given me advice on this is Bob Saget. Um, interesting. You know, everybody that dies is not a great person, are they? Or we just had a run of them recently? <laughs> well, we tend to be charitable among, the, you know, describing those who've passed. But uh, I think, you know, thinking back to I think the Betty White thing got a little out of hand, honestly. Funny gals on TV for a lot of years. The whole Betty White craze is just a little silly. The number but... of people that have come out, though, and said Bob Saget was like the best person I know is really interesting. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. Uh, it's kind of touching, though. Yeah, it is, and I don't. I don't have a problem with that. I do. The whole everything's got to be exposed to the world for it to be real thing is a little strange. But you know, you get to honor your dead friend the way you want to. I'm not criticizing that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it's like a memorial service, but you have millions of followers. And I, I, I don't know if you know who Jeff Ross is. He's he's only vaguely older, heavier now and shaved his head. And so he made a joke during that video. He said, people are driving by us right now and saying, hey, hey there's Johnny Depp and Pitbull driving a Prius. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They Beautiful. went to pick up Bob Saget's Prius at LAX. Yeah, yeah. Boy, after that, I just I don't have the heart to do anything. Too political. much perspective. Yeah, yeah. I understand. 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm scanning the stuff. I just, I don't know. I, I you know, I, I want to talk about this whole foods controversy with Black Lives Matter at some point, but I don't know if I'm in the mood. It's 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 one of those things. It, it gets back to performative politics. That now the federal government, the executive branch specifically, will do things that they are 100% certain will be tossed out by the courts in the blink of an eye. But they get points for trying it. So even if it's knowingly unconstitutional, or clearly unconstitutional the person doing it, even though they've taken notes in the Constitution, they'll do it to score those points. Yeah, uh, this is a new time. Yeah. Um, this is breaking news, so we could hit on this real quick, and I don't know. The U.S. is going to buy half a billion home tests for Americans. I have a feeling that these are going to be produced and distributed at exactly the worst moment in this entire thing, when it's clearly over to everyone. I think the odds are overwhelming. You're right, looking at the timing of it. Omicron lasts about two weeks, then it's gone. This is the last gasp of COVID, and we're going to get these five. This is going to be funny, except for the billions of dollars we taxpayers are going to pay for it. We're all going to get COVID tests in the mail at the point that this is over and we no longer care. Right. Almost guaranteed. There was a guy on uh, NPR from Harvard the other day saying, well, I don't know. There could be a variant that's way, way more deadly. Don't let up. We need to double down. I'm not doubling down. Are you doubling down? Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos turned 58 years old today. If you want to wish him a happy birthday, just say it out loud. I'm sure one of your devices will get the message to him. (laughs) That's pretty Mm. good. I like that. Uh, We have some breaking news as we speak. Our air defense systems are engaged in multiple rocket attacks at the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad. No information yet as to who's firing at our embassy uh, and and how successful we are at shooting them down. Iranian-backed militias are. (laughs) Almost certainly. Yeah, yeah. Hmm, interesting. So a couple of stories of uh, crime and judgment. Uh, nearly 100 murder suspects are free on home confinement in the Chicago area. It's a story about uh, soft on crime judges and criminal justice, quote unquote, reforms trying to keep defendants out of jail, whether because of philosophy or the covid. This is unbelievable. Cook County Sheriff Tom Dart said 2600 defendants are under home confinement and electronic monitoring as part of the pretrial program he runs. Uh, and he says, says the sheriff, home monitoring is not a program for people charged with violent offenses. 75 to 80% of my people on home monitoring are charged with a violent offense. I have about 100 people on home monitoring who are charged with murder. That's incredible. And he said back in the day when we first started getting the more serious offenders on home monitoring because the prosecutors insisted and everything, there were just a handful of them. And I literally did a car in front of each one of their houses. There was a sheriff's deputy in their car watching the house to make sure nobody left it. But now they have literally a 100 murderers or, or accused murderers. So is the lesson from this we all need to start voting in local elections and paying attention to who's running for district attorney? Yes, 100%. Yeah, and you know, yep. so it's on us. It's on us. I, and I'm, I'll readily admit, I have not been a regular person who votes in, re- in local elections, and I've never done my homework on who's running for district attorney. And clearly we need to, because 
This is an example of an active minority rolling the majority. There's no way any less than like 80%, it might be 95% of people think this new woke DA thing around the country is crazy. Right. Even yep. Democrats. So it's just, it's an active minority who are paying attention, rolling the rest of us, and we need to start paying attention to elections. So, uh, speaking of justice, I think when we hear judge, we think uh, one of the most outstanding lawyers in an area, nominated because of his excellence or her excellence, wisdom, etc. Well, Senate Democrats are pushing uh, to move through President Biden's choice for a circuit court judgeship in Tennessee, the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals. The Sixth sixth Circuit Sheep is Sick. Right. Um, breaking news. And um, so this is the level right below the Supreme Court. And they're trying to get this Andre Mathis of Tennessee to the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals. Um, but uh, now there's a great deal of pushback because Mr. Mathis, a Memphis-based trial lawyer, has recently come under fire for repeatedly driving with a suspended license and busted for it. Plus, he's got a lack of experience. Um, being a judge, but I don't know if this guy is like well connected or gave generously to some uh, some campaign. But that's something. This guy keeps getting busted over and over again. He's had his license suspended no less than three times because of driving related citations. Wow! How, How many, many times have you had yours suspended? Almost everybody listening never got a judge who's had it happen three times. During the period in which his license was suspended, accounting to roughly 20 months altogether, the nominee continued to operate his vehicle against the law. In Tennessee, the offense is punishable up to six months in jail and a $500 fine. And the punishment increases in scale for repeat offenders like Mr. Mathis, but apparently he's never felt the full weight of his uh, violations because he is connected. That is something. That is some, you know, I was, uh, what was I reading the other day? It was actually, it was really good. It was really persuasive. They're talking about, you know, your street level criminals and, and, you know, drug dealers and, and, uh, car thieves and the rest of it. And, uh, to the extent that they get punished at all these days, um, you know, they, they get punished. Uh, but they were talking about how corporations, especially like Wall Street connected financial corporations, they will be found in long time, Long-running, deliberate violations of U.S. securities laws and all sorts of laws. I mean, they did it knowingly. It's there in the emails. It's there in the uh, in in all the uh, you know the the evidence, and they will end up settling and saying, "All right, we'll pay a, a ten billion dollar fine, whatever." Uh, no individuals will be prosecuted. No, uh, uh, will it will admit only having made mistakes, and no individuals will go to jail. They will pay two percent of their profits for that quarter, and we're done here. Sure. So seriously, and this is not being soft on jerking a purse out of an old lady's hands. You do that, you get busted. You're probably going to do some time. I would hope, but if you steal a hundred million dollars. Uh, probably not. That's a decent point. That is a decent point. That's a fair point. You had your fairness hat on there. Oh, I did. Yep, I did. But it squashes down my hair, so I'm going to take it off now. Another kind of breaking news here. Four more U.S. diplomats struck by Havana syndrome, this time in Geneva, Switzerland. That's that Ray 
We well, think, they think it's some sort of listening device that accidentally scrambles your brain. Some sort of microwave-based intelligence gathering device. That's, that's the latest. That's the theory that makes the most sense to me. Is that they've come up with something they can they can point a laser or something at your phone, your briefcase, and suck the information out of your electronic device. It's like hacking into it without touching it, mm-hmm. um, or or actually hacking into it. But anyway. Something that goes along with that ray scrambles your brain. And we got four more. Is it China? Is it Russia? Is it North Korea? Iran? Who knows? I don't know that. My brain barely works as it is. I don't need it scrambled. Yeah, don't scramble. That's not going to help anything. Uh, We got this text from somebody at a local school district. I haven't confirmed this yet. High school kids starting next year do not have to take U.S. history. They can take a social justice class in lieu of U.S. history. So you can wow. graduate high school never hearing anything about U.S. history. Except how evil the United States is, most racist country on earth. Yeah, given the way history is currently taught, maybe you're better off not hearing U.S. history in high school and you go out and do a little research on your own. Boy, I don't think a country has ever done this before. The education class, which is a narrow subset of Americans, but has become so consumed with this far-left ideology of self-hatred, they're now indoctrinating our young people. I can't think of this ever happening in history. Yep, it's weird. Self-hatred being taught in schools. Yeah, it's weird. Um, Speaking of hacking, some guy, some 23-year-old kid announced that he had hacked into dozens of Teslas all around the world. Wow. just, Just to show that he could do it. So, if it has computers and Wi-Fi and everything like that, it will be hacked is the, the ongoing lesson for all of the world, right? Right. Undeniable. Do I want a, a vehicle that somebody can hack into? Did he make the uh, the fart horn go off? <laughs> the childish, childish Elon Musk? It's funny. Uh, Henry did that to Sam just the other day when we were driving. Of course he did. Because you can make it for each seat. You can choose the you can choose the seat you want the flatulent sound to come out of. Oh, that's brilliant! So he hit Sam's seat. Said, Sam, come on! <laughs> brilliant! Okay, oh, that reminds me. I'm talking a lot about my uh, what my ten year old says today, including saying "Let's go, Brandon," to a teacher. But um, how did we get on the subject of God the other day? He does not believe in God, and he's committed to that idea. Wow. And uh, and I said, uh, and we talked about it, talked about it for a while, and I said, well, I'm just letting you know, I believe in God. And he said, well, then you're a nincompoop. He said, no, oh. no offense, but you're a nincompoop. A nincompoop. Going with a classic there. <laughs> nitwit. I'm sorry. Nitwit. You're a nitwit. Yeah. Well, then you're a nitwit. People who believe in God are nitwits. Oh. Interesting that he's developed this philosophy at his age. Just Jesus didn't do those things. There's no evidence of that. What the heck? Who's he been talking to? I don't to? know. I don't have the slightest idea where he came up with that. Wow. You are a nitwit. <laughs> I kid. I kid. <laughs> I just, uh, okay. So I got Christopher Hitchens as a nine-year-old. So that's just fantastic. <laughs> that's surprising. <laughs> anyway, we're going to finish strong. Stay with us. Text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 
Researchers found that Netflix has continued to produce content that shows people smoking, despite making a pledge that they would stop. People don't want Netflix to glorify addiction while they watch five hours of Netflix every night. Huh? Yeah, the smoking in the TV and the movies, I don't know. I wonder about that. Because it does look cool. Although I watched it and it looked cool and it didn't make me smoke. So, um, New COVID study reveals... Stark COVID risks for unvaccinated pregnant women and their babies. If that's for real, that's something to pay attention to. That's something to pay attention to. I do have the stupidest breaking news we've ever had. Um, yeah. I would consider this donkey. <laughs> I would consider this donkey abuse as uh, we have a live donkey here. We keep in a pen and. When we when that's the breaking news donkey, and uh, when when we have breaking news, Gladys lets the donkey out of its uh, pen and nudges it with a wand. I think is a fair way to say it. I think uh, nudges it with a wand to get it to bray like that. But I would consider this donkey abuse because this is the dumbest breaking news we've ever had. I don't know if you've been following the the the, the Epstein Maxwell fallout since Maxwell got convicted the other day. There's more evidence coming out that Prince Andrew was uh, too close with Epstein and, and quite possibly sexing up underage girls. Well, I shouldn't say sexing up, raping underage girls, which makes him a scumbag. But anyway, um, that's been around the last couple of days. I haven't paid much attention to it. Well, Royal Communications just out, and here's the breaking news. The Duke of York, that is Prince Andrew, the Duke of York's military affiliations and royal patronages have been returned to the Queen. Oh, my God. His royal patronages have been returned to the queen. I guess that's fancy royal talk for he's been demoted or fired or something. He will continue not to undertake any public duties and is defending this case as a private citizen. So no public duties and his royal patronages have been returned to the queen. I couldn't come within 100 miles of telling you what the hell that means. Um couple of other things around COVID and men this time. As in my world, only women can get pregnant and have babies. Um, scientists think, uh, and there are some studies to show this. I, I don't know if I believe this is true or not. I can't use the term that it's referred to as. There's something called COVID male genitalia. Uh, it's got alliteration. So you could probably figure out what the term is. COVID blank. There's something called COVID blank. Uh, New York Post has a story about today, but they link it to a couple actual studies. I hadn't heard this, that COVID can make your male genitalia smaller. Um, COVID blank is what it's called. So if you haven't, if you had COVID and you haven't measured, I suggest getting out a ruler and uh, giving it a look. Seeing if that doesn't match up with your earlier measurements from years ago. Um, speaking of the COVID and the Omicron, I continue to stand by the idea that we're all going to get it. And obviously you wouldn't know if you had it in many cases because uh, uh, you're symptom free. Today, while we've been on the air, three people I know, one tested positive, the other one's almost certainly got it, and then one maybe. So I got two out of th- three that, that think they have it, two almost guaranteed. The first year plus of the whole COVID thing, I kept saying on the air, 
I don't know a single person that's got it, and I didn't. Not one. Now, I know lots and lots. of. I know more people that have had it that have it right now than all the people I knew before added together. The Omicron is something. It spreads like wildfire. We're all going to get it. And almost all of us will be perfectly fine, so it's not a big deal. Bob Saget, beloved comedian, died over the weekend. He's friends with a comedian named Jeff Ross and the guitar player John Mayer. They went and picked up Bob Saget's car at the airport yesterday at LAX and did an Instagram video. It's getting a fair amount of attention because they had some really nice things to say. And I thought this from John Mayer as they're driving along in L.A. in Bob Saget's car was kind of an interesting thing to uh, to think about regarding a way to live your life. He had every reason to be the guy in the back of the bar. Bitter, bitter. He had he had firepower to be able to do that. What's your problem? Why are you crying in your beer? And his answer would have made you f-ing walk backwards away. And and he laughed and he spread joy and his protest against the cruelty of these things was that he was going to smile and spread love and be childlike and be innocent and be loving even after what he knew could happen in this world. That was his protest. You know what? I'm not. I'm just going to give as much love as possible. I mean, that man, I don't know if this was his first life or if that was his 70th life. Right. That man made it to the waterfall. I promise you that. I promise you that. That guy, he made it to the waterfall. That's beautiful. Man, that's some interesting stuff right there. We were talking about that a little bit earlier. Ecclesiastes and... Uh, and uh, now back to me being a nitwit, as my son says, believing in God. Um, Ecclesiastes and all the stuff that, you know, lots of bad things happen. Don't try to figure it out. It's just just the way the world works. Bob Saget, um, we mentioned the other day, he won an Academy Award when he was in college doing a documentary about his sister who had this horrible disease. And then there was something terrible with his brother or wife or whatever. I don't remember what it was, car wreck or something. And uh, there, John Mayer making the point there that he had he, he's a guy who could complain about life sucks. Look at the bad things that happened to me. And he went with the positive. Positive attitude, going to be nice to everybody uh, vibe. I wish I could be like that. I don't know if you're born that way or if you can develop it over time, but um, glad I got to hear that. It's now time for Armchair and Getty's final thoughts. My best friend, Tuna died about the poison. Cornpot was a bad dude. Bad at Cascale. Get ready, Bell. You're going to end for the problem. Come on, man. Wow, that is... Is that one little kid or multiple little kids? One little kid. One little kid edited together <laughs> saying some funny Joe Biden quotes. Batacatic health care. How did he get his little kid to say batacatic health care? Oh, that's hilarious. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, me. Kudos to whoever sent that in. Uh, final thought from a board operator... And what are you, Technical Director Michelangelo? How are you this morning, Mike? Hey, I'm doing great. Um, I'm waiting for your son to tell the teacher there's a tsunami of wokeness. Yeah. And then look at her. Yeah, I don't know. I probably shouldn't even have told that story at all. 
Um, Alex, can we get a final thought from you? Yes, you can. I went to a basketball game last night. I parked in a parking garage that was closed before the end of the game. I've never experienced this. I hope my car is not towed. i got to go figure it out here in the next 10 minutes. Were there other people standing around the garage like, hey, how do I get my car out? No, and it's a huge parking garage. I thought like there'd be other people. Just me, apparently. Yeah, I hope it didn't get towed. Sometimes, you know, those kind of scams happen. Uh, my final thought, and I'm I'm not scared of Omicron. I'm not trying to scare anybody. This is not a, you know, fear porn or whatever like that. I'm just telling you, everybody's going to get it. If it hasn't hit where you are yet, it's going to. I've been dealing with all, texting with a variety of people I don't want to get into today, trying to deal with work, school, babysitters, all this different sort of stuff, because freaking Omicron is everybody, everywhere. And if you're going to follow the protocols of if you got a cough or a fever, you need to stay home or you can't be in contact with other people, it's going to be hellish for the next couple of weeks and i'm just i'm just saying be prepared because it's, it's gonna happen uh, armstrong and getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour work day if you have any interest in any of the things that we talked about um or you want to buy anything from the store or any of that sort of stuff to help support the staff you can go to armstrongandgetty.com and maybe most importantly if you missed an hour of the show and you want to grab it on the podcast you go to armstrongandgetty.com millions of people do that all the time we'll see you tomorrow god bless america Right now, um, you know, the honeymoon's over. It's a little too much docky docky. Well, that bad at care. Do you understand? I cannot understand the word you're saying. Come on. This is the United States of America, for God's sake. Today, our nation faces the most dangerous assault since Jim Crow. It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. I want to vaccinate your mom. I want to stick it in your arm. Oh, my. Thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty.